The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. nerds discover your geeky haven with twink.com we've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms we carry top brands from disney funko marvel and dc star wars harry potter and much much more we also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else with all these collectible goods you're definitely gonna need a bigger boat Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another edition of Weeby Geeks. <laughs> it is the Dashing Duo, Derek and myself, Mike. And this episode, by design, will be me talking more than Derek. <laughs> just because Derek wanted to do the show. I gave him the option for the out. Because <laughs> um, well, you heard that cough. He is very <clears throat> stuffy, very congested. Um, but he, he still wanted to do the show tonight. So trooper, I will, I will say definitely a trooper, <laughs> but I told him, uh, this time I'm not going to feel guilty for doing most of the talking tonight. And he's okay with that. <laughs> I may do most of the coughing, but <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, check out the homepage, weebygeeks.net, uh, in our affiliates like Biddy Boomers use code. We be geeks for fifteen percent off your purchase. Um, I'm going to end up bringing them over onto from Wookie Radio, Radio's page and also add them to We Be Geeks. Rebel Sabers use code mm-hmm. Wookie for fit for ten percent off your purchase there. Uh, we be geeks for fifteen percent off your purchase on Bluetooth speakers. Uh, we were talking the other day. Um, still pretty much the current stock from the last time we talked about them, but some nice looking. I, there was one or two new ones. Um, the uh, for for Star Wars, there's Grogu in the Parm or in the Pram. Grogu Parmesan. That too. Um, Sounds tasty. The the Skeletor one. They got a better picture of it. It looks awesome. Oh, I gotta check it out. Um. So, use code WeebyGeeks for that. Uh, Red Flag Workshop, use the code SMUGGLER3 for 25% off your purchase on some great patches, which I got to take pictures of mine 
and get them up on Instagram. Mm. Uh, they also have stickers, which look like the patches. Um, and they just introduced for kids a uh, it's a four pack or there's four different ones uh, Tatooine, Naboo Hoth and Indoor Junior Ranger patches hmm. that you can color oh nice I I would almost the one with Tatooine has a gonk droid on it <laughs> I would consider that just for myself so I could color it so I could color yeah. so I could I color don't blame you <laughs> um, or as you heard in our pre pre-roll there is the uh, Win Geeks 15 from toink.com and I'm going to take the, I know I had the pick of the week last week but because Derek's not feeling well, I'm going to do the pick of the week again this week. And my pick of the week is something that could potentially help Derek in his current state. And it's sort of like what I picked Wednesday on Wookiee Radio. But yes, I did. There, We were talking about this um, last night on Mighty Marvel Geeks. And I think I talked about if I got one Star Wars or Harry Potter for for Zoe, mm. um, there's a for me. There's the Japanese Spider-Man one that I would love to have. <laughs> well, they they do have um, for perfect for Nancy. They got a couple Nightmare Before Christmas ones. Oh, cool! But for me, I am choosing this week. In honor of my wife, Disney Winnie the Pooh all over icons, 20 ounce ramen bowl and chopstick set. <laughs> so, yes, each one of us could have our own themed ramen bowl. That's actually pretty cool. And Melissa's big Pooh fan. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a few others on here I would I would pick. I don't know if there's any here she would go for. Mm. I mean, there's a couple other Disney. Uh, there's a Disney Mickey Mouse Wild Walk. Um, but with her, with Pooh, this is perfect. With nice. the different Pooh characters, uh, this, this is what I would do for her. I would, I would pick this set for her. And this is also part of their buy three, get one free set or uh-huh. selections. So, um, oh, this is this is a nice looking bowl. Mm. Twenty ounce. I mean, looking at the pictures, that's big for twenty ounces. Mm. But yeah, it, it's it's nice. And you may have noticed I might have a little bit more focus this week. <laughs> Why is that? Because I've been using the product. Magic Mind, it's, it's like an energy supplement. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, it actually helps. I find it helps m- call me some times where I get a little anxious at work. Even though I've done the shows over and over and over again, a lot of times you get those butterflies. You, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I've done this so many times, but I'm just a little anxious about today, doing it today. 
Don't know why. It, it helps with that. Um, sure. It's a great product. Go to magicmind.co forward slash Mighty Marvel Geeks and use the code Marvel Geeks when you check out for 10% off your, uh, your, your purchase. And it's very, very helpful. Um, I've been enjoying it, and I'm trying to figure out how to get more. Uh, and just have it uh, for those we I know they say you use it every day. Three After a third day, you really start to feel the effects. Um, I'm almost feeling the effects right away. So for me, it's one of those. If I know I'm having a hard week, I'd rather start at the beginning of my work week and drink it all the way through. And by the end of my work work week, no, I, I had no. My anxiety was down. My focus was there. The sharpness was there. Stress level down. Um, perfect. But I, I'm like everyone. I'm built different. So how this affects most people affects me is slightly different. And and I'm perfectly and it's fine. That's why you know I kind of do. This little testimonial about it. Um, but again, magicmind.co forward slash Mighty Marvel Geeks. Use code Marvel Geeks for 10% off your purchase. I'm going to have to show Melissa that ramen bowl. <laughs> so um, let's start off with some drugs. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> We're going to start off with Cocaine Bear. Ah yes, I I I want to see this movie. Me too. I don't know if it's going to happen in the theater, but as soon as it hits streaming, I'm going to be watching it opening weekend on streaming. Well, for, for sure. me, for me, luckily Nancy wants to see it too. So very cool. You'll have to tell me if it's definitely. And like we talked about before, when we talked about the trailer. I remember this story from 85. I remember hearing about this. Right. Um, and even then we thought it was something made up or a prank. <laughs> um, but a cocaine bear screenwriter has perfect response to the rotten tomato score that they have gotten. Uh, at one, currently cocaine bear. Well, as of eight forty nine PM at the time of this recording, Cocaine Bear was up to a Rotten Tomato score of 69% critics after 180 reviews and 74% audience score after 100 plus reviews. Critics <laughs> seem to be mixed, but the score is still pretty impressive with such a wacky premise. That's, that's, based, that's based on fact. Mm. I will say, still a hell of a lot better <laughs> than the Fantastic Flop. Mm. Which... I haven't done a check on it in a while. Fantastic. Or 2015. Uh, tomato meter score now 9% with an audience score of 18%. It has dropped. Wow. And then we go. Um. Was it Jim and the Holograms that was pulled after two weeks? Yeah. That same year. And its current score, 22% and 
tomato meter, 40% audience score. So 69.74, yeah, you're in great shape. Yeah. Especially with the two two films that we use as as uh, benchmarks, I guess. Mm. Right. Are you worse than the 2015 Fantastic Four? And then how do you rate with a, a movie that was only in the theaters for two weeks before it got pulled by the studio? <laughs> that still makes me laugh. So, um, yeah. So, uh, Jimmy Warden, uh, the film's writer, is very pleased with the 69% from the critics. Uh, and of course, uh, according to comicbook.com, when a number like that gets associated with your movie, it's it's hard not to have a little fun. <laughs> and according to Warden, I like to thank everyone for making this happen, especially the critics who loved the movie, but kindly agreed to give it a negative review so we could hit our number, number 69 for Cocaine Bear. <laughs> so, okay. Let's have fun with it, yeah. Um, Warden spoke with Variety and said he's ready to keep the Cocaine Bear universe alive. Not just a sequel, many sequels. Huh. Cocaine Bear in Space is where we would probably end. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, Banks, uh, who is Banks? I missed this in the story. Maybe not. Uh, I. They all of a sudden go to Banks, but there's no re- there's no initial reference on who Banks is. Okay. I hate when articles do that. Yeah. So anyway, Banks also shared sentiments about expanding on the world of Cocaine Bear. Earlier this <laughs> month, Cocaine Shark became a trending topic on social media after New Zealand officials reported the discovery of more than three tons of cocaine floating in the Pacific Ocean. Holy moly. <laughs> Um, so what does that mean? Well, that doesn't mean there's actually a cocaine shark out there. It did cause movie fans to joke about the possibility of cocaine shark on Twitter. <laughs> oh, that's so, a scary thought. What else could be next? I'm not sure I want to know. The Samuel L. Jackson sequel, Cocaine Snakes on the Plane. <laughs> yeah, really. So, Cocaine Wars, the last hit. <laughs> the rise of the Sky Doper. The Coke Awakens. <laughs> Star uh, Cocaine Wars, a new Coke. Jeez. Oh, uh,. To stay with Cocaine Bear, Funko has dropped their Cocaine Bear pops. <laughs> and um, there is a... In this, uh, there is... It, it's a tricky R-rating subject for Funko, given that the pop figure of a bear with white powder all over his face probably wasn't an option. 
Yes, it needed to be, and it needed to be flocked. Uh, yeah, be- <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it should have been. Uh, it, it, it is an option. They should have done it. Um, but in the end, they went with a maniac bloody bear that was accessorized with disassembled foot of a hiker that we bet they secretly wondered what the profits would be more if they could add a white powder chase into the mix. Um, shockingly, Funko actually launched a more R-rated version of this pop, and it will be available as a Funko Shop exclusive. It will f- it features the bear with a bag of cocaine that kicks off the mayhem. Yeah. Wow. That, that would be the one I would want to get. Yeah. So, as for the common pop in the cocaine bear lineup, it's available for pre-order here on Entertainment Earth for $11.99. Speaking of pre-orders, this is insane. I found a video, and I ended up sharing it with uh, with uh, Rockfather James Z over at Pop Insider Toy Book. Mm. Um, trying to get it pop up. Back to the channel. I have an announcement to make. And I'm going to mute you on my phone. Uh, the guy is. Um, I think he. I think his channel name is Toy Anxiety. <laughs> yes, Toy Anxiety dash YHS. And he released three months ago, and I just saw it today. I broke up with Star Wars Black Series. <laughs> and he brings up some interesting points in this. Uh, first point. Uh, I'm gonna go in his order five up five to one. <clears throat> Tapping through the the video. Uh number five, pre-order hell. Sure. Sure. So so we get all these fan fest Fridays, share the bounty, Mando Mondays, whatever. All this stuff. And you would think, oh, this is stuff that's gonna be coming out right away. And he talks about how He's more of a toy hunter, sort of like we are, mm. where one go to the stores, find it in the stores, and have that joy of, I found it in the store. Right. Um, whereas with a lot of these, you hear about it on through ha- the different Hasbro streaming sites. doesn't matter if it's Star Wars or Marvel or Transformers or Ghostbusters, G.I. Joe, whatever. No figure gets announced. They say you can pre-order it tomorrow. Everyone jumps on pre-ordering. Mm-hmm. And then you look at when you'll get it. You're, you know, a lot of times you think pre-order, <clears throat> three, four months, I'll get it. No. Pre-order, year, year and a half, two years before you get it. The other thing that kills me is when they, when it's a pre-order and they say, oh, it's sold out. I'm like, how can a pre-order be sold out? Pre-order should be telling you guaranteed sales. That should be an open order till like six months before. Right. And then, you know, they know how much they know how much how much they need at, at least in the pre-orders. And then, well, well, they know they'll have the guarantee. 
Right. And then they add that to the normal run that they would do to ship out to stores. Right. So, um, number four. Um, Uh, he's still talking about pre-orders. No, they go past it. Uh, second one, uh, number four, failed Has Labs. Mm. The Has Labs for Star Wars that have been successful have been the three and three quarter inch vintage collection. Is that right? Because they are, as he puts it, world builders. You know. <clears throat> Boba's throne, Java's throne, or yeah, Boba's throne, right? Uh, the Razor Crest, Java's, right. Java's cell ship, shell, cell barge. Those were successful. Yeah, you waited a long time, but I think buying into the ex- exclusive pre-order on this, you know, this is something that is not going to appear in retail, right? It's a whole different thing. Whereas you look at the Black Series, people were excited for a Black Series Rancor. Even we were. Oh, 17, 24-inch Rancor. So very cool. Mm-hmm. The articulation, great. The, you know, 25 points of, of paint scheme on it to make it detailed. Awesome. Right. And then the tears came about. Oh, a bag of bones. <laughs> a cardboard background. <laughs> a repackaged Luke. And then the uh, one other original character that should have been offered to begin with, the Rancor Keeper. Yeah, that should yeah. <laughs> That should have that should have just been automatic. If not automatic, that should have been tier one, right? Instead of a bag of bones, because if the Rancor Keeper was tier one, I think it would have taken would have taken. Because yeah, probably. Because at this point in time, wouldn't have mattered how crappy everything else was. You got the Rancor, and you got the Rancor Keeper, right? No matter what, because you hit first tier, those two items would have been great because that's what teams together. Right. That's what Hasbro did when they when they took over for Kenner and released their Rancor. It came with a Rancor Keeper. Which so like an obvious choice, but hey, you know, Um. I know another point of this guy was there's no world building in Black Series. Now, some of the vehicles like the Falcon and whatnot are, are going to be too big. But they, yes, they've done a speeder bike. They've done a snow speeder. They've done, I believe, a TIE fighter. And they've done uh, Luke's land speeder. But I don't think they've done anything else. I don't think there's been an X-Wing, Black Series X-Wing. I can only imagine the size. Um, so, but there's been no diorama sets either. 
There's been no cantina. Right. There's been no bridge scene for the bounty hunters from Empire. Mm. Um, I mean, if you really think about it, Andor came out, Obi-Wan came out. They really didn't have any figures, Black Series-wise, really ready to go when the series dropped. Right. But then again, right now, they're n- it's almost the same philosophy with the, the vintage collection and the retro collection. They're coming out as the show's ending. Whereas <laughs> when we were kids, Empire Strikes Back's coming out. We knew when we went to go see the film, we already knew half the characters. Right. We already had them in our grubby little hands <laughs> because they came out three, four months before the film released mm-hmm. to help hype the film. It was like, oh, I can't wait to see this character in the movie. And Hasbro did that originally. No, wait. It was still Kenner when, uh, was it still Kenner when Force Awakens or when uh, Phantom Menace came out? Or did it switch to Hasbro at that point? Oh, that's an excellent question. Now I'm going to my resource for this, which my resource is uh, rebelscum.com because they have they have the set uh, 80, 83, 84, 85, 85 into power of the force of Kenner, according to this checklist. So Hasbro started with Power of the Force 2 in 95. No. Yes. It was st- Power of the Force 2 was still labeled Kenner, <laughs> which was at that point in time a division of Hasbro. It was still under the Kenner name. Okay, um, yeah, I get that makes sense. Because then was then came Shadows of the Empire. Ah, uh, yes. And I want to see. I'm checking, and it's it's still Kenner labeled. Oh, why did I do that? I did that again. Um. So Shadows of the Empire was Kenner labeled. After Shadow was more Power of the Force. Well, Power of the Force 2 ran from like 95 to 2000. Mm. But there were different variations. Or they they have it listed a different way. Power of the Force, 1995. Then Shadows of the Empire, 1996. Then Powers of the Force, 97, 98. Then Powers of the Force, 98 to 2000. Uh, episode 1. Uh, let me find a character. Do C-3PO? Episode 1. Switch to the Hasbro label. At this point in time. 
So with episode one, we start with Hasbro. All right. Uh, now I'm going to double check the power of the force too. Well, no, it's, it's still the listing. Okay, the 99-2000 figures. Are Hasbro labeled, not Kenner. So 98, I'm guessing Kenner, under the Kenner, what they call the Kenner collection. So in 99 is when it all changes to Hasbro. Interesting. Very interesting. So that means the reason why we go Power of the Force 95, then Shadows of the Empire 96, then Power of the Force 97 and 98 is the last of the Kenner collection. And then starting late 98, 2000 is the beginning of uh, Hasbro. <clears throat> so now it makes me wonder uh, what is on. Okay, so Star Tours was all Hasbro labeled. Hmm. Star Tours figures. So, um, yeah. But, you know, the world building. Where is it? We're not getting of any any way or kind. Yeah, and and and, and people aren't looking for world building for play. They're looking for the world building for display. Right. Um, another thing that he brought up was the fact of uh, there's also a lack of variety. Mm. Unlike uh, the vintage collection where there is a variety of different things and some repacks. You 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 find there's a lot of repacks in the black series. Uh, so not not a lot of like there. Uh, I think it's an Amazon exclusive. Ninety bucks, you get vintage carded anniversary edition Imperial Royal Guard and Tie Fighter. They're like going thirty five bucks each, <laughs> making it like a seventy dollar piece. Then you got your taxes and shipping, making it almost ninety bucks for two figures that have been put out several times. Right. And actually, I have two Royal Guards on my own. <laughs> now, for me, yes, I have a vintage carded Black Series Adat driver. Of course. Because I love the Adat driver. I would love to get a vintage carded Chewy, and that's the one I would I would actually do the the repacks because I would get the Chewy vent anniversary card for Star Wars. I would get the one for Empire, and then I would get the one for Return of the Jedi. Right. Because but the the Chewy for the Return of the Jedi one is gonna have a, a different look than the other two Chewies. 
but I would still get it because it's a nostalgia thing with me and Wookiees. That would be a good piece to have display somewhere. Like I have with my vintage carded uh, AT-AT driver. R2, quite possibly. But I have an original R2 orange line. I would love to get a new one so I could let one breathe and be on display. And then after that, I would only want to get the variants, like the the Dagobah version with all the swamp gook on them. Oh, and yeah. Dirty. Or, or Tatooine version that's all dirty. Right. And actually, I do have a R2 that I will be opening up because of the... Uh, the original Droid Depot set from Galaxy's Edge Black Series figures. Right now, Black Series, I agree with this guy. And then the other thing was, right. you mentioned price. When they originally came out, they were 20 bucks. Yep. Now we're talking 1999. Now we're talking 30, 35 bucks for them. Right. And that's all of Hasbro's six inch lines. Mm hmm. So. It's vintage collections more affordable. I I've made the move over to the retro because the retro is even more affordable. Um, speaking of which, uh, the other day I went to my local Walmart and they had um, they finally had on the shelves the Dungeons and Dragons. Um, cartoon figures oh. I was like, oh, those are cool but yeah they're all 25 bucks too and, and they're, like, they're in the same scale as the black series right yes. six inch mm-hmm. beautiful so, pieces yeah just i can't justify that price not to try right. to get the whole set exactly i mean at one point i wanted to get all the ghostbusters oh yeah that would be cool but, yeah. you know winston egon Stance, Venkman. But we were talking 24, 25 bucks a pop there. That's a hundred bucks. Yep. I can't do it. So I then said, well, since my mom knows Ernie Hudson from high school, mm-hmm. I'll get his figure. Of course, that's the one figure I struggled to find in the stores. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, for me, pricing, um, unless it's a figure I really, really want and fits within the theme that I'm collecting. Right. I'm not doing Black Series much anymore. Nope. Astromax, I'll go for. I'd rather go to a convention and find... Lucy, what, what a lot of people call Lucy Gooseys, <laughs> loose Black Series Astromech droids. Right. Because I'm not worried about the box because I'm going to be pulling them out and displaying them. Um, same thing with Wookiees. I still got to get the Werewookie. I, I still had not <laughs> oh, yeah. had a chance to grab that. Um, anything Wookiee, I'll grab. Anything Astromech, I'll grab. For right. sure. And I'm I'm talking more R series Astromech. I guarantee you, if they ever 
decided to sell in the Star Cruiser a the Black Series SK six twenty. Yeah, I'd be getting a couple of those too. <laughs> because of working on the ship. Now, if they did Black Series figures of the characters from the ship, yes. But that fits within the realm that I'm collecting. And that's the Star Wars Disney Park related products. Right. That's why I, I've been collecting the Black Series set from from the parks. Because it's all related to Galaxy's Edge. And I could go out and get nice cardstock, <laughs> take pictures of what I want at Galaxy's Edge, and and print off the background for for the display piece for, for those characters. Mm-hmm. So but at this stage in the game, I I'm almost I mean, I'll get that new Chewbacca Black Series for the 40th anniversary. Maybe two. One so I have open for display and then the carded one to put on the wall. But beyond that, you know, there, there's really... I, I'm now debating selling my, uh, my blue leader X-Wing pilot. <laughs> because I realized for me to try and go back and get the other rebel pilots may be kind of expensive. In the Black Series yeah. realm, because uh, I, I can't, because like... I can't get a definite answer of what's there. Mm. And for one of them, I'm gonna have to find somebody who wants to break up a snow speeder set uh. that that had Dax in it. Mm. So, so I don't know. I may. I mean, if, if one pops up, I may get it for the right if it's the right price. Right. But I'm not going to go out of my way. But it may be something I collect. And be a, a ca- very casual collector. Right. Of that. Um, because I thought about doing the, the Hasbro create your own figure and doing myself as an X-Wing pilot. <laughs> One of my friends actually did that, but as a, the Mandalorian. And how did it turn out? It doesn't. A hundred percent look like him. Uh, it looked, I mean, it's a decent looking figure, but when he showed it, he showed it to us and I was like, what is that? And he's like, it's me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. After seeing it, would you get one for yourself? Uh, nope. I agree. After seeing a lot of pictures and a lot of people going, with the technology that's there, this is the quality head that they get to put on yeah. this. Yeah, not not for the price they charge for it, certainly. Now, my next question, was your friend happy with it? He, he was happy with it, yeah. Okay. So for him, money were spent. Yes. For him. Mm-hmm. Because I'm assuming he's a casual collector and just yeah, jumped on the... It, yeah. sharpen up, tighten up the the process, I'll consider it. Or bring the price down. <laughs> or bring the price down, yeah. I'll consider it. And then, yeah, I will go back and definitely for sure go get the other Rebel pilots. Right. Just so I could add me to the mix. <laughs> but until then, no. Um. Anyway, enough of that. 
I, I just thought it was an interesting video. I'll send you the link. Yeah. So you can watch this. Because you, you, you'll you probably end up talking about this over on Keepers, too, with, with Chris. Yeah, we might. So, um, but speaking of Hasbro, or Haslabs, uh, instead, the Walking Dead universe role-playing game is heading to Kickstarter. Oh, wow. Um, interesting. I don't know. Uh, you could go visit the walking dead rpg.com. So you can sign up and be notified when the Kickstarter campaign goes live next month. Uh, incorporating, incorporating elements from free leagues, survival game gear zero. Uh, the walking dead role-playing game pulls from the original show and spinoffs while adding new story elements to the gameplay. AMC and free league are offering early PDF access to the core rule book before the game's release to campaign supporters. Uh, the crowdfunding will start March 14th. Interesting. This could be, this could be a game as, as much as I love the comics and I struggled with the TV show. Yeah. I, I watched it for a while and then I gave up on it. I, I still think they, the events that they did in episode 99 should have been episode 100 to tie in with issue 100 of the comic. Oh, yeah. I thought that would, but to me, that's marketing, and they didn't think about that. Mm. Um, but, I mean, I, I think this is a cool idea. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do a campaign that's a zombie apocalypse. Mm. And, and you know, and most people know the rules of The Walking Dead. Of their zombies, right? So it could be, it can be intriguing. Mm. Um, and then my final story of the night, which you're probably going, "Hooray, about time!" <laughs> um, Excuse me. Umbrella Academy season four adds David Cross. Oh yeah, I saw that. Um, it was announced as well that real life couple Nick Offerman. And Megan Mullally will be be playing a mild choosing Will and Grace. Yep. Was she she the the annoying rich lady? Yep. Okay. I apologize, Megan. I didn't mean to. (laughs) I don't remember your character name. Um... She was Karen. Yeah. Karen Walker. I think that's where the whole Karen (laughs) moniker probably came from, too. Maybe, yeah. Um, They're going to play a mild mannered married couple named Gene and Gene, who are college (laughs) professors. It's G E N E and J E A N. Yeah. of course, the duo also play exes, Ron and Tam- Tammy Swanson in Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, but with David Cross coming, uh, <clears throat> you know, he is best known for Arrested Development. Mr. Show with Bob and David uh, has joined the cast. According to the press release, he will play Cy Grossman an upstanding shy business owner and family man desperate to reconnect with his estranged daughter who will stop at nothing and who will stop at nothing to get her back. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming this is a character in the comics as well. I just haven't delved far enough into Umbrella Academy. I've never actually read that one. 
So I know I know Melissa and Zoe like it, like the series. So, um, but no, it seems like uh, some good direction going with the Umbrella Academy. Mm. So I, I'm excited to see that. Hear that? Yeah, definitely some inter- interesting casting choices there. Yeah. So, um, other than that, I don't have anything else. That's it for my stories. And as promised, I did most of the talking. <laughs> which I know Derek is very happy about. Mm. Indeed. And you were warned at the top of the show that I was doing that just to help Derek out. So. Um, so I go back. Final thoughts. Um, <clears throat> just... Uh, I apologize if my coughing and sniffling got annoying to anybody, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> there are things that could be worse. <laughs> that is true. I don't know what that would be, though. <laughs> okay, maybe this voice. For the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's the one nice thing about uh, the mix cast. You could you could set the buttons, each individual effect button, to be either tap and tap and play, or you know hold for the effect. Right. Unless you're working on changing the effect in the actual channel, or you could set it to latch, where you just hit the button, it'll stay latch, it'll stay on until you turn it off. Mm. Whereas with the mini studio, as much as we loved it, if you went to the effect, it was on until you turned it off. Yeah. And there were many times I would go a few minutes. I'm like, and somebody would just go, you got to be doing that the entire show. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. So um, I have nothing else myself. Personally, that's all I got. So on that note, I'm just going to say, hopefully we didn't leave you asking want to know more. So um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club. This has been a Weeby Geeks production.